everyone. Welcome back to Core. This is Core episode 174. It is Wednesday, May 1st, 2019. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. We're bringing you yet another show. Um, It's funny because the last show I recorded before I left last week was this show. And then I feel like I just got back and here we are again recording the show. Uh, Vegas was great. Everybody who came up to us and, or came up to me and said, hey, I love Core or I love There Will Be Dungeons. Big, huge thanks. We had people asking for Bo and John and I had to tell them, sadly, they're at home uh, masturbating. No, they're not doing that. <laughs> they're not at doing least that. it was a accurate representation of how we spent the It's true. The entire weekend. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Yeah, you must be tired. I don't know how you guys are even here, but I'm glad that you you pushed through and here you are. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today, and we're going to play some games after, so a fun core day lies ahead. I think it would be dumb if we didn't bring up the latest development in this controversial co- uh, conversation we've been having lately about Epic and their store, and what it means for Steam, and uh, better revenue splits for developers. There's even some late-breaking news today that everyone's favorite car combat sports game, Rocket League has been purchased by Epic Games and is now officially, uh, I guess, their company or their, I don't know, it's under their umbrella of products. And they're, they're de-steaming the game. Are they de-steaming? That part I hadn't heard yet. Yep. I, so if you still I, own the game, you still get updates and all that crap, but you won't be able to buy it. On Steam I hadn't anymore. heard that that was confirmed. Has that officially been confirmed? Okay. I read an article that said that. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> whatever that's worth. It's on the I internet. Must be true. Know. Sure. Um, I hadn't heard that either yet. Uh, or it, it kind of, I, I kind of assumed it, but I hadn't heard for sure. But um, if, yeah, if you own it already, like I do on Steam, you'll just keep getting it there, and it'll keep getting updated there, just like they do when they have anything else that gets removed from Steam. Uh, so probably not that crazy. However, um, you know, more wood on the fire for those who are, think this stuff is bad. Um, I am going to, though, talk about something that happened a few days ago. So we've been talking a lot about exclusives. And, you know, Bo, your big can, uh, your, your big point of view lately, or, or when we've talked about it before, has been this exclusive stuff is the thing that puts you off. Uh, timed or not, you don't like it, right? I mean, rational or not, I don't like it. Right. Like, I, I, real, I realize it's something that happens. Mm-hmm. If you have a Nintendo machine, only compatible products work on it. Right. But I still hate it. Mm. <laughs> There's like, just because I accept, I hate death, but it's fact of life. Got to come to terms with it. Yeah. I don't like exclusives. So I don't like death not, either. You and I are in the same boat there. Not a big fan. No. Death can bite me in the butt. This is reason. It's things that bring us together that we have in common like this that I feel like we're friends. I agree. I think, I think death's okay. You think death's all right? Give me, yeah, give it, me, give me some of the hot benefits of death. Give me, give me just one or two. Uh, when you're Suffering just over. so tired, <laughs> you don't have to go to work the next day. Yeah, death is uh, or yeah. the day after. You're I can done. see that. It's gonna get that. real dark real quick. Yeah, yeah I don't want to get too far away from just ha <laughs> jokey. But well, I obsess about things like Tom's always teasing me about this. But when I saw Casablanca, I couldn't. I was the first time I'd seen it. And I couldn't help but notice that nobody, and I mean not a single soul in that movie, including the camera people, are alive. They're all dead. Every single one of them. So there's this piece of art, this two-hour film, greatly regarded in the annals of history of film. And I look at it, and I just see 
nothing but dead people because <laughs> they're all dead. <laughs> and I try to imagine what the movie would look like if yeah. if they actually if if when people died they would disappear from the films they were in. How weird a movie like Casablanca or any of those movies from the 30s and 40s would be. Nobody would be there. There'd just be a camera. Pan- no, the camera wouldn't even pan around. It would just sit there and stare at the floor because that guy's dead. Director's dead. They're all dead. Anyway. I mean, it's a morbid thought. It's a morbid thought that one day someone might be listening to this conversation at a point where all of us are dead. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I know it. That's the yeah. weird thing. Like, I can't even imagine what it would sound like. Like... Imagine recording one of these, all right? Let's say we were all together. <laughs> this is going to get weird. But we're all together at some sort of big frog pants gathering, and we've just uh-huh. had a great live show, and we've recorded it, and we've uploaded it to the internet. And the next day, we're like, all right, everybody, have a safe trip. Uh, John drives off a cliff on his way home from Arizona by accident and falls into the Grand Canyon. Uh, I- <laughs> wow, I detoured hard on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You wouldn't even need to go near there, would you? I was out of control for a period of several hours before careening into the Grand Canyon. Exactly. <laughs> and then I would like, I don't know, trip and fall and a nail would go through my eye or something. And then Bo, his plane... I masturbated to death. I'll self-slam here. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I don't want to miss the opportunity. Your plane spirals down. Right ahead. after the TMS meetup, I went to go jacket, and I did it too hard. Oh, oh all right. That's fine. I was going to give you a nasty plane crash, but I think I like yours better because it only affects Okay, me. in a plane. I'm on the plane home to Ontario province. Perfect. You I die live. in the middle of it. <laughs> jacket in my seat, and all then right. I died. And then the plane crashes. The lady says, sir, I'm sorry you can't do that here. And you go... And that's it. You're dead. So now all three of us are dead. But this thing is on the air from just 24 hours previous or under that. That exists. It's our voices. It's our living beings still persisting. Yet we are no more. I don't know why. I think that's just fascinating and weird. It's not like scary to me. It's just weird. It's weird. No, it is. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, we're going to all. I mean, that's the eerie part of social media is there is literally for everybody who uses it a timestamp of this is the last thing they posted online. Yeah. And it's like a weird, morbid sort of thing that just exists. Yeah. That sometimes is oddly poignant in some cases. And it's just sometimes it's like, ooh, it's just weird. I find, weird like that. I find it uh, weirdly comforting. So I have a Discord channel and also on Twitter and a couple other places. I still have. I also his last email to me. Um friend of all the shows uh ralph before he passed away he was awesome everyone loved ralph he was one of the greatest guys ever and he died suddenly and it sucked and i hated it and it was awful but those things actually give me weird comfort once in a while I'd go to twitter and look at his twitter account see his last thing and his last twitter post was him helping somebody with something can't remember what or who i can go look now but uh it's just this nice little oh yeah right the last thing he did what i don't want to have happen is be the last show i do where i talk about you know, um, I don't know, Bo jacking it on a plane. That seems bad if that was what was on there. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it is a good chance that's how I'm going out. <laughs> <laughs> I've, come, I've come to terms with that. Yeah, I probably should too. When you come to my house to get rid of all the stuff and sell my estate, bring the hazmat suits. Yeah, Bo's is... run the numbers and the odds are just favoring that particular no, yeah. but But in all seriousness, though, I was actually thinking about Ralph this weekend. No, you were. I didn't know him very well, but we at a, it was at a time we were playing lots of Diablo. I played with him a lot, mm-hmm. and I just, you know he loved anyway, Diablo. Sorry. You bring it up, but I was thinking about him independently of that this weekend. Mm-hmm. 
because I, I think I saw it was going through my Twitter. So I think my followers looking at you know who I should unfollow because I'm like just cleaning out. Another topic for maybe a little bit later about everyone's yeah. hot takes this weekend, just going overboard. Oh my gosh, it's de- and I was like, let me unfollow some people, and I was like, oh, I think that's how it came up actually. Yeah, this has been a bad it was week. Great if, to play games. With if, if you're a, if you're um, <laughs> if you're put off at all by social media's treatment of your fandoms, like I don't know Marvel movies or Game of Thrones this weekend, it's kind of a bad weekend for that stuff. The stuff was the the actual content. I loved all of it. I want more. I can't wait. Endgame is amazing. Freaking can't stop thinking and talking about it. But if you wanted reasonable stranger chats, good luck to you. Yeah. It was a good metric by which to judge your uh, what you wanted to follow, who yeah. you wanted to follow, what <laughs> yeah. you wanted in your timeline. Exactly. Seriously, if I've got to listen or see one more comment about Mary Sue's, I'm just going to unsubscribe from the internet, I think. Well, A, yeah. they don't really know what it means. B... I know she trained her ass off for seasons behind seasons. And I have no sympathy for anyone who sees that wrong. And we're not yeah. spoiling anything by what we just said. Right. Oh, and that Sonic thing. Good Lord. We can all agree that Sonic thing looks terrible, but you don't have to treat each other like shit because of a Sonic teaser. I mean, the Sonic thing was if, it, if Sonic, if this was a person we were talking about, yeah, I would be definitely ashamed. Like it was, it's on the bull. It's on the bullying line. Like, Look at something crappy. Let's all entertain ourselves by kicking it. Yeah, and I just kind of hate it. Yeah, so it's not great. But I am enjoying drawing poorly rendered Sonic cartoons, which is what I'm going to do. I mean, let's way. be let's be honest. It's not good. It's not. But, I mean, <laughs> it's know, objectively not. Good. I'm not rushing to my social media to come up with the latest joke about the most obvious thing in the universe that this thing doesn't look good. Like we can all agree about it. Yeah, but I did. I, Everybody did. I think I'm the only one who didn't. So I'm not sitting on my high horse because, you know, I'm I'm not trying to do that. I'm just trying to say after the weekend of disappointing things about Endgame and Game of Thrones that I had to endure, I was like, Sonic just kind of broke me. (laughs) Bo's just saying, Twitter, I'm off. Bo's saying, just be be more kind. That's all you're saying. There's nothing wrong with that. I like it. I said enough of the negativity, I think, for the one weekend. Well, let's talk about. Uh, Epic's game store, and then we can get more negative again. <laughs> Speaking of positive things. Yeah. So here's the deal. Tim Sweeney, uh, founder of the company, uh, creator of the original Unreal Engine, um, really smart guy, and also pretty, uh, apparently pretty business savvy with all the stuff that's going on lately. Anyway, uh, Epic Game Store would stop snagging exclusives if, they say, Tim Sweeney says, if Steam adopted their revenue model. So if Steam suddenly went, hey, we're going to do the split that Epic is doing. We've been doing this long enough at the 70-30. We think that, you know, we we actually kind of like this direction. We're going to do it too. He says if they did that, that they would they would just not even, not only not go after exclusives, they would no longer sign them. Um, I'll give you an actual quote. <clears throat> he says, if Steam committed to a permanent 88% revenue share for all its developers and publishers without major strings attached, Epic would hastily organize a retreat from exclusives while honoring our partner commitments currently. Our, uh, let's see, and consider putting our own games on Steam, he said via Twitter, adding such a move would be a glorious moment in the history of PC gaming and would have a sweeping impact right. on other platforms for generations to come. Then the stores could go back to just being nice places to buy stuff rather than game developer, game developer IRS. So what do you think? 
though. This is the biggest pile of bullshit I've ever read. You don't buy it. You don't think this is a genuine... You think this is disingenuous, do you? Oh, I think it's genuine. Okay. And, it's genuine. Genuine. <laughs> genuine. What does that mean? I think it's genuine. Okay. But it's like... Well, if our competitors are dropping prices, then we wouldn't compete with them. Like, come on. That's the most horseshit thing that, that has ever been uttered. Well, like, that's not the way the world works. No, but he's okay. It's let's... like they, Steve drops their prices and Valve goes like, okay. <laughs> like, like, or some other companies like, oh, sweet. Steve or Epic did that thing. Now we have room to maneuver. Steve, <laughs> this is like, this is my take. This is my perspective. I don't want to say take on the situation. Yeah. Not your hot take. It's your hot perspective. I get it. Let's set aside all the BS I brought up previously. I don't want to have too many launchers. Cut that. Um, I'd like, you know, I like steam. I don't want any more launchers. Like take that aside and just say, okay, cool. We're going to have an Epic store launcher. Mm. And yeah, they're going to compete in this way. It's the way that they're coming at them. It sounds like it's a crusade and they're trying to get the, game consuming public on board with them i just don't think they're there <laughs> like i don't think i think they underestimate um the goodwill people have towards steam so not everyone's i don't really feel like bandwagoning on with their cause because this is, this is very much a crusade we're taking exclusives you're reacting badly doesn't matter we're going to forge ahead and fight this fight and say if the evil villains of steam would only do good then we would do good too like it's very combative and the optics are really bad on us like i just don't <laughs> do you think it do you think it it's strikes a, a, like blackmaily or anything like that i don't mean blackmail it's just but... not what consumers care about like if there is an actual villain of a company or an opportunity in any market mm-hmm. where you're like the competition is terrible we are your saviors. Mm-hmm. Like that's a play you can make, but that often doesn't happen. Like steam is not a bad guy. Like you might have criticism. You might have things you can hate, but these are developers. These are like rich people problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this whole conversation, because it's the internet. Everyone has a take. So it sounds like it's important to people. I just don't think it is. Mm-hmm. I'd rather hear about cool shit from Epic and what they're doing and not this crusade. So now that it's this thing, I think Epic should be ducking away from it and focusing on things to make me excited to be a part of the Epic game environment and not on this issue. And Steam is not responding to this. It's like a big cow with a gnat picking at it. Like it, I'm sure it's bugging Steam internally, but they're not going to react to it. Mm. And, and, and that's why I, just, I get so irritated about this because they're trying to make a... a I feel like Epic is stoking the fire. Like this, this coming out and saying this is Epic stoking this combat. They're they're challenging them openly, mm. as if they're political opponents competing for something. And Steam's like, eh, who cares, whatever, just do your thing and leave us. Well, as players, they also aren't speaking directly to what our needs are, which are not our needs. But they're not. None of this conversation is about making games more competitive for end users. All they're doing is saying the revenue split of what you make versus what the developer makes has nothing to do with prices I'm paying or you're paying. It has well, that's right. Do. There's no, what's in the, what's in it for me is they're not really saying that yeah. the argument that gamer game companies getting more money is better value for me is not gamers. Don't buy that. Mm-hmm. They might buy that in the moment, but in the, like I said, in the year where blizzard can have the best year, blizzard active Activision blizzard have the best year and still lay off people. 
and all kinds of other tripe that happens to game companies that make enough money already. No one's like, oh, if only the revenue split was solved so that game companies could really release quality games and overcome their problems. Well, like, we say nobody's that. buying that. We say that, but I've heard from a few people in the games business who can't have told me never to say their name. So I'm going to try to say this without outing anybody. But the dirty secret is apparently they all love this shakeup because they I'm sure they do because they I'm do sure think they do. that the split has been unfair for a long time and that uh-huh. steam is monopolistic and that they've had a stranglehold on the 70 30 for too long. So internally, they're stoked about this. They're they're not opposed to this at all. In fact, the bigger the dust up, the happier those guys are going to be. The problem is again, no one's talking again, to us. I'm sure they do. As a consumer, not in the games industry, I do not give two. I don't care. <laughs> like it's not a problem for me. And that I feel like on the internet, whenever you bring up anything, everyone's always a subject matter expert, and so it sounds like it's a something worth arguing about for the public. And mm-hmm. I just don't think it is. That's all. Interesting, John. Your take. Like, on all this. All right. Yeah. So I I think that I agree with some of what Bo's saying uh, on this, but I think the the split should happen. You know, I, I think Steam, especially at this point in their life, uh, could probably do a better revenue split in favor of developers. I would like to see that. That would be nice. But if you want to get down to what what is he actually saying? Right. Like, why is he saying this? Because that's I, I feel like that's what you always have to boil any comment like this down to mm-hmm. is, is he really trying to be a champion and put forth a challenge for Steam to do a thing? No, he isn't. The reason he has said this is not a I'm daring Steam to step up to the plate and do something. He's saying this because Epic is getting flack for signing a bunch of exclusives. And here's the way that he can present his company as this altruistic, if only we could. And he's doing it in such an over-the-top, grandiose way. I mean, just such a move would be a glorious moment (laughs) in the history of PC gaming and would have a sweeping impact on other platforms and generations to come. (laughs) Come on. On, dude, you are talking about Steam going, yeah, we'd like some more revenue for developers. You're right. And splitting this. Do not talk about it like you are going to change the universe. Yeah. Like, and at the end of the day, what you are actually doing is just saying, hey, guys, don't be pissed at us for signing exclusives. Mm. That's what he's actually saying because right. Steam hasn't responded. They don't have to respond. Do I agree with him that Steam should have a better split for revenue? Yeah. Do I think Steam should ultimately do this? Yeah. Is there a part of me that would love to see Steam call him on this and just go, all right, we'll do it Mm -hmm. and see what happens? Sure. Mm -hmm. But that's just the part of me that kind of wants to see the, you know, the world burn, as it were. Like when someone goes, oh, yeah, if you do this, I'll do this. I love to see somebody do the thing and hold somebody accountable to it. Sure. But. It's just one of those things where I think if you get right down to what he's actually saying, it's just a, come on, guys, don't hate us for signing exclusives. Come on, Steam's the bad guy. We're okay. (laughs) And and that's not to say that the issues aren't real for the developer side. Of course not. Of course not. I think think what I'm ultimately saying is you attract more flies with honey. I'm definitely a fly. I'm not a nice 
kitty that you feed and pet and they're happy with. I'm like an ugly bug with big eyes and like good PT gaming. Yeah. Spend, <laughs> so, spend you know, most of just, your time on a piece of poo. You just I need, there and, I need poo or honey. Yeah, poo or honey. One one or the other. Pick a side. Uh I uh, uh I think I agree with both of you on this. Um you both make really good points and I think it's <laughs> We got Scott to agree that he needs poo. I think it's a I think it's a funky thing. I mean look I understand the idea of tempting these developers to do a thing for a better deal. I remember once I paid the Larson kid up the road a dollar to suck on a dog's boob. Like that was a, <laughs> that, was a I, I, that was a thing he did for a dollar. Top by 10 the way. things Bo didn't expect to happen on core. <laughs> I'm not getting though. Like for a, if I die tomorrow, this would be a terrible legacy, but I, I, uh, he did, he did it for a dollar. And I think it wasn't even my $1 it was like, I gave 25 cents. Another kid gave 50 and someone else gave the other 25. So everyone pitched into this fund to make the Larson kid suck a pregnant dog's boob, which meant, you know, the dog. The, <laughs> the dog was pregnant. Yeah. You didn't say that the first time. Yeah, right? I, I know. Think. I forgot about that part because it was actually lactating this dog. And he did it. The, the kid freaking did it. I don't, milk. This, it probably tasted fine. Right? I, I don't remember why this was pertinent to the conversation, though. What was I trying to? What was my point? I was going to make a point with that. Shoot. Probably about, about dares and challenging people. I don't you know. know. Tom, it's like Tom Sweeney's kind of challenging Steam, I, I guess. guess so, to... yeah. Sort of like that. It's not a very good comparison now that I've thought about it. But the point is that uh, I, I, I think I agree with that. And I think that this is a little bit weird. Uh, I don't think Steam will probably respond because that's also weird. I think that uh, their... Part of me does, okay, I'm kind of with John on part of me does want them to do it because then I want to see if they really will take uh, their games, their Epic games, and put Fortnite and things on Steam. Uh, that'd blow me away if they did that. I can't. Yeah. It's, such a weird, it's such a weird gamble because like, if they don't, if, if Valve does it, then <laughs> Epic has already started their undertaking. There's no reason for Steam to do that. Right. It would be a bad move. Right. Uh, I think. I agree. It's a weird thing. The whole thing just seems to be, be getting a little bit weirder. So, well, and the other yeah. thing to kind of tell yourself through all of this is they're saying if only Steam would. Mm -hmm. Or what? Like there's they're acting like they want this so bad. Yeah. Like, oh guys, if they just do this. No, they could do whatever they want right now. Yeah. They're acting like they're the ones being held over a fire like guys, I know I know we got to do these exclusives because if only Steam would just, they don't, they don't, they could do whatever they want right now. I mean, yeah. you know, you can't sell your products from your own site and just forego the major distribution. Yeah, but you're not yeah. going to get the exposure. That's the whole thing. I mean, that uh, that's the, I think that impacts, see, I, I agree with you, but you won't get the exposure as simple as that. No, 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 you, you won't, you won't, but yeah. in this. And so you're not going to sell like, okay, if you said to me, uh, I'm Ubisoft, and the only way you can get my game is to get it over here at Ubisoft.com. You might have better luck over there. But, yeah. But people want to go. It's kind of like saying. Um, no, to you're totally right. You're totally. No, yeah. I think I get what you're saying. Right. The, the, just the clicks, the incidental buys, having stuff. Like when you go to buy one game, maybe you see a recommendation for another game. You pick up two. Uh, that stuff happens. Like, and it's so like being in that environment is important. Yeah, it's a storefront um, instead of having to go to some guy's backyard and buy. The, but the like thing. that's that. It's very much an industry problem and not a consumer problem. And the thing I wanted to say was like anything to do with these big companies and gaming because we're so polemic in the gaming 
community is going to sell clicks for newspaper, the, you know, online publications, things like that. Like, it's going to be controversial, but I don't know that it's actually going to be reflective of what matters to people. Yeah. And that's, and I think that's where I feel like the disconnect is because the talk and, you know, whether whatever side you fall on is about what Epic's doing yeah. and not really about what makes Epic awesome or why do I want to be a part of joining the Epic family and having their launcher. And, and, you know, it's the only selling, it's now it's the only thing in the conversation. I don't know any other benefits of having the Epic store other than this situation, which isn't super enticing. Uh, the free game is a good thing to do for sure. We talked about that and I might've, you know, been a little hard on that, but that's a great thing to give people free games. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's just, <laughs> I feel like at the end of the day, I'm like, this is very much an industry issue and no one comes out looking good by participating in a public debate about this. Yeah. I kind of, I, I kind of agree with that. Um, someone in the chat room says, let's see, Kazumi 06 says, is Unreal the best engine for gaming? It's not even really related. I mean, you could have arguments about what engines in the marketplace are super cool right now. And certainly Unreal is dominant and very pretty and technically probably superior in a bunch of ways. I don't know. I'm not a developer. I can't really say. Um, some would pop in and go, Frostbite's terrible. CryEngine's okay. Unity's, uh, Unity's, Unity's pretty, pretty cool. Like, yeah, like there's all that, right? And there's uh, there's the id ID, or the id engine. I don't know if how much Bethesda used them, but definitely your id games are the id tech. Mm-hmm. And the id tech's pretty engines. impressive these days, I would say. It had some yeah. issues in the past, but yeah, like there's all that stuff going on, but it doesn't have any real bearing on this. Like the reason Epic has all the money they have is based on the back of that engine and then Fortnite. Um, but there are thousands of games made in the unreal engine that are on phones that are on steam that are on a million platforms and games it's just not part of the conversation it's not part of this issue steam's steam's response to this was just to release a a better version of their new vr headset which was actually a very exciting thing to think about rather than this thing the price is a bummer though it's like a thousand bucks price is a bummer honestly i'm just happy to see the movement on it because the big thing with my headset and it's a it's a development kit but it was it was very screen i very i can pick out the screen door really easily and it wears on me after a while so i'm eager to try new iterations and i'm just happy to see movement on it mm-hmm. and for it to become a more accessible consumer product in the long run so as long as they're still pushing that like that it's not the fact that there's a new one and I'm going to rush out to get it. It's just that there's a new version mm-hmm. and Valve's still sticking with it where they don't stick with their other hardware. So what's I'm Valve's kind of, engine? What's Valve's engine called that they uh, built Half Life and Half Life Two and all that in? What's it called? Something Source. 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 So like Apex Legends is a heavily, heavily, heavily modified version of Source. Uh, it's almost yeah. unrecognizable as Source anymore, but that's where it came from. Like it's kind of a. It doesn't matter, and that's true of a lot of games. Uh, Hearthstone's written in Unity, but World of Warcraft is their own homegrown thing that was actually piecemealed together after Warcraft 3 from the Warcraft 3 engine, heavily modified from that. And of course, now it doesn't even resemble what it did at launch uh, in terms of that engine and the core of it. It all changes over time. Like it's all my main point is engines have no bearing on this store stuff, none. And Square Enix with all its Final Fantasy games, they make their own, I think, engine for their games over there too. Yeah, lots of companies Yeah, Resident Evil's been doing its own engine, Mm -hmm. which is apparently real good because, man, those last Resident Evil games look really good. What's that called? Uh... Why do I think it's just called Resident or something like that? It's like, it is based on the Resident Evil. It's like RE engine or R engine or 
something like yeah. that. But yeah, it's that thing's impressive. But I mean, it doesn't matter. It's just it's it's just not a like I'm we're playing Mortal Kombat right now. That's not a in that's not a uh, another realm engine from the ground up. That's not WB or Warner Brothers Interactive's engine. That's freaking Unreal. <laughs> that's the Unreal engine. And, so just to be clear when you talk engine, it sounds like a, something in a car, but it's really just at the end of the day, a set of shortcuts to save developers time and money. Yeah, they have to make Rather their own. Building yeah. something from scratch or building a new version to keep up. It's like Epic's already done the work. You pay them licensing, and it's a shortcut to just yeah. getting you making the levels and making the content and not worrying about how to do really basic stuff like render 3D environments. That's in, already In some ways, it's like Apple doesn't make their own batteries. They buy Samsung batteries. And that sounds crazy to people who think Samsung and Apple are always at each other's throats, and they kind of are for phones but the batteries inside they have a working relationship to buy batteries from them so it's mm-hmm. it's just not a it doesn't play in this is my main point but here's how the revenue works right now epic game stores currently take so this is epic takes 12 percent of game revenue just 12 steam takes nearly double that 30 percent uh that's two and a half times more as commissions from games or sorry as commission from games makes under 10 million those who make more than $10 million in sales from a popular game can have that commission reduced to twenty-five dollars on Steam, uh, while those making over $50 million in revenue from their games uh, pay twenty, But that's still more than a lot more than twelve. I mean, look, I like that revenue split. I just don't like the tone of, yeah. of Sweeney's statement. It's just weird. It's like there's no emergency. We're not having an emergency. He's pandering to the gamers that are flipping out is what's happening. And I understand the need to do that. You got to do your PR, but I don't know, man. I think he... I just think you attract flies with honey, and it doesn't sound like there's much honey in this. It sounds like it's a lot of toxicity, to be honest with you. Yeah. And the, ex- the, the fact that these are exclusives in a PC environment, and a, a lot of us, whether you like it or not, are shaking our heads going, you should know better. Um, you're creating a fight not saying there's a need for a fight. Mm-hmm. And if your need for a fight is an internal industry issue and not something that benefits the consumer, why do we care? You know, I'm not mm-hmm. saying they don't have a legitimate claim or reason to be doing this, but it's just not, I just wouldn't expect people to bandwagon in, on this. Now, if Valve were funding Al-Qaeda, <laughs> then, uh, you know, then yes, we're going to make a responsible game store that doesn't do stuff like that. Come out guns blazing, please. Yeah. But that's not what's happening here. So that'll be interesting to see what happens. For now, though, there's this. We need to talk about John's love hate relationship with the new Mortal Kombat 11, which I will say real quick, I started to play finally. I got home from the trip, was on my hard drive already, didn't have time to play before I left. Got home, played a bunch, all story so far. I haven't done anything else. And, uh, I really like what I've seen so far. I'm having a really good time so far. I've again barely cracked the surface, a couple hours in, something like that. Um, so I am really curious, John, where you've turned. Because last we spoke, you were into it, like really into yeah. it kind of across the board. And it sounds like maybe there's some cracks in the cement. So tell us what's going on. There are. Uh I was really sad to kind of bump up against them. And because last week I was very, very high up on this game and i loved it and the things i loved about it last week i still love about it which makes this week even weirder because 
that's the thing about this game. The stuff that is good is extremely good. But I got through that stuff and I moved on to the stuff that is bad. Mm. And it turns out that especially at the time and a little bit less so now, that stuff was really bad. So we talked about it a little bit last week that there was a lot of issues that people were having with the currency systems within it, with the tower, with the crypt, things like that. And I finally got through the campaign, the main story in it, and uh, it was amazing. It was a really fantastic story. Uh, I can't believe how good it is. It's not even good for a fighting game. It's just good. Yeah, it's my impression so I, far as well. It's impressive. And so I I just wanted to dive into into it more and just get right in there and say, ah, I need I need me some more Mortal Kombat in my life. Mm. And then I went into the crypt and I spent all the money that I had earned through the story mode, which spent very quickly. And I had about a billion things to unlock and no currency with which to do it. So I said, okay, well, let's find out how one goes about getting said currency. And off I went to try out their towers modes and the other game modes that award this. And was very disappointed to find that the currency came at the time at a very slow trickle. Um, For example, there are multitudes of chests in the crypt that require hearts to open. Hearts are one of the currencies. And some of them require 100 A lot of them require 250. To get a heart, you have to win a fight in a tower mode or uh, in one of those modes and do a fatality. At the time, you got one heart for doing that. All right. So the basic simple math on that one is you've got to go through 250 fights to open one chest. There are tons of them. So that's a lot. And that's not a good rate. And NetherRealm said as much. So they said that they were going to work on that. They were going to give everybody a nice little bonus. So I just want to tell you guys a story of what happened before I dive into the specifics. Because somebody touched your tower. (laughs) Uh, This is worse. Because here's the thing. I was so mad yesterday. This is post-patch, post-getting my free currency, that I almost quit the game and tried, even though I knew it wouldn't pan out, to get a refund on the game. Oh, my Lord. That's how mad I was. Wow. So they give us the make-good currency, which was uh, 500,000 coins, uh, 1,000 souls, and 500 hearts to go and spend. (laughs) Okay. I know. I know. So I'm super confused about these currencies. So I go in and there's a couple of things that I'd been wanting to get that require souls and things like that, that I hadn't been able to accrue a ton of souls to put the money towards. And one of them is they have a whole crafting system within the crypt. And I had looked online and found an item I needed to make through their crafting system. And I was like, oh, I can make that because I had tried I'd put in the materials before and I was like, oh, I don't have enough souls to craft that. Now I do with my stipend that I've been given. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go spend it on that. So off I go to the forge to create this item Mm -hmm. and I select the components that I remember from the fact. Mm -hmm. Now, 
there you find recipes in the crypt. You can't access them while you're in the crypt. You have to quit out and go to several different menus to see the recipes and then go back into the crypt with them in your mind. Or you have to look it up online. I or thought write I it, rem- write it on a piece of paper. Sure. Mm. Or take a picture with your phone. But, you know, it's not elegant, I guess, is the point. Not at all. No. I go in. Pretty sure I know what to do. <laughs> plug it in. Yeah. Hit forge. It goes forge failed. And I was like, oh, did well, I must have got. Tone? Did it go forge failed? <laughs> yeah. Forge failed. Nah, you can't. Those materials don't make anything. I was like, oh, shit. Well, I must have messed it up. I'll go find out what I was missing. Except there's no point because it went ahead and took that currency away anyway. Ooh. It well, took 40,000 coins and all 1,000 of my souls away just to tell me that what I made didn't work. That so, seems like a bug. That's a bug. Then they should return your hooch. A- right? You just got to open bug report it. Yeah. Can you open a ticket with them or do something? I I feel like I should, but I don't know. I, I can try. I didn't. I just got mad and like quit the game. Rage quit. I was just that's it. I'm done. I'm done with this. I don't want to play this game ever again. Should've that seems like them. a bug, though. I, I would go. Uh... Yeah. Call him and go get over here just for fun. <laughs> and then, I call another rim on the phone. Yeah. And then I mean, I don't know how you do it in that game because it's not an online game or anything. So I don't know what you do for, oh you know, a support, I guess, on the site or something. But yeah, you they should give you all that currency back. That's a bug. Uh, if you go to their site, they probably have a contact us page. Mm-hmm. So I was furious. I left the game. The only thing that got me back in was they said, okay, well, supposedly this patch did a couple of things. It increased the rate with which you earn currency for going through the towers, and it made the towers easier to do. Yeah. Because I also ran into the tower difficulty problem where it was like, all right, I'll play this tower. And then you get up, uh, like, so you can unlock the ability to run through a tower for a specific character. So I mostly play Scorpion because I'm a noob. And uh, so I was like, all right, Scorpion, we'll get in there. He's also one great, the f- by the way. He's awesome. So it's fine yeah. to play him. Not a problem. I'm just, he's a little easier, it seems like, yeah, than yeah. most of the characters. Maybe. But I, I was like, okay, great. I'll play Scorpion. Well, one of the tower effects that I got was I had to go up against an opponent that if you just got near him, he burned your health away. Mm. Scorpion isn't a range poke character. Mm. Everything he does pulls the opponent to you or teleports him to the opponent or puts him right there. I was getting trounced. Now, I will say that I'm not a great player, but I can beat most fights on the normal difficulty without a problem. That's where my skill ceiling is. I was not even beginning to come close to winning around, even using full consumables because they add these things that you can give yourself a weird little advantage in the fights. Even with those, wasn't doing anything. And I have to do it as Scorpion because it's Scorpion's tower. So yeah. I can't even just say, oh, well, I'll go play a different character who's good at poke to get around this. It has to be Scorpion. So, all right, well, that tower's just unattainable to me i guess Mm -hmm. so they rebalanced them it's much better i was able to complete it uh and have been progressing through that nicely and i did look and doing a couple of those towers i had gotten after a bit of time i had gotten back up to about 480 souls 
after going through a couple of these towers. And I thought, okay, you know what? That's accruing at a rate that it's not so bad. It's not so bad. I'll be back at the 1000 that I threw away frivolously in not a ton of time. Mm -hmm. And that's the only thing that kept me from just like, (laughs) you know, Scott with the movie seven running outside and throwing into the sand or whatever. Cause I just, I was not having any of that. Yeah. So it is getting better. I still don't think it's there. I feel like right now the game is balanced in a way that they want you to be playing this mortal combat game for the next several years till there's another mortal combat game. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure for some people that's perfect, but for someone like me who I'm not looking for every game I play to be a lifelong investment. I just sometimes want to be into it for a while until I move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. It is making me want to hit that point a lot sooner, which is frustrating. Yeah. I did. I've heard about the grind. I, that, that bums me out a little bit. I haven't done, like I said, haven't done any of that. The story mode so far is just killer, but that's going to be short. I know it's like four or five hours, according to everybody I've talked to. Um, and then you move on to all the other stuff. And I mean, at least it sounds like they're working on that stuff. Definitely what you have is a bug with that other thing. You should really talk to them because they should give you all that back. So yeah, in our Discord chat, I posted you a link. I found out where to go during that rant. Um, <laughs> sorry, it's not a bad, but during your rant, uh, you can't go to Nether Realm directly, but there's a Warner Brothers Games has a community with a K section. Of course. <laughs> and I sent you the link for where you can submit as a bug and put it all in there and hopefully get your money back because I don't know of any game that consumes consumables when something fails as like a punishment. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of them. just like, that, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was like, a, especially hey. pro- can you buy those resources in game? No, you can only earn them. Ugh. Yeah, so that sounds like a bug. So hopefully, you know, then if you can't buy them, they should be able to just sprinkle more hearts and souls into your yeah. Account. Uh, I, <laughs> just a dash of hearts. Do you have souls. a Nether Realm account? Do you even have that? Is that a thing? Well, I, I have I to do. create a. Yeah. I, it's a Warner Brothers account. I don't know. Sign in for WB Games. But you if you didn't sign one. in before this all happened, then how do they know he's the one that should your get Steam it? profile or something? It's yeah. probably linked to to something. Yeah, I mean, if it if it doesn't come back, it's not the end of the world. It was very much a heated in the moment. Oh, uh, frustration. I wonder if they're stored online. That maybe might be a game that might also end up with a trainer. Oh, oh, we're used to it because a lot of the games we play are games of service, and hacking games is not good. But like offline games, you can get like a. You know, Mortal Kombat is probably playable offline, so you could get, you know, they, they give me infinite resources. Sure. Trainer. Yeah. So I know I've kind of railed on it a bit here, uh, in counter to what I was saying last week, which was gushing. And again, I want to make it clear, the stuff that's good, the stuff you're playing right now, Scott, is amazing. Yeah. And honestly, I am excited to play it more and go through the towers again now that they're more fun to play. I'm, I'm having a more uh, enjoyable time going through all of those. I don't think it's perfect, but I think it's a lot better. And the fighting in that game is good. Uh, so it's not a case of like, oh, I got to play this crappy fighting game. It's a really good fighting game that I do have a, a great time playing. I think the issues that still 
stand for me. I wish currency still went a little bit faster. I think mm -hmm. it's still a little too slow. I will say this, and Scott, you may have noticed this one. They hired Ronda Rousey to do the voice of Sonya Blade. Yeah. And she is awful. Yeah, she's bad. She is terrible. She's really she's bad. She's a bad person to get for your game to begin with, and she's horrible at it. Yeah. That's the thing no they asked to asked her to do. So it is a it is a big case of stunt casting gone real, real bad. Yeah, I agree. Uh, everyone else kind of shines. She's just bad. Yeah. Real everyone bad. else is phenomenal. I love the voice. Well, with one exception on top of that. Oh, who do you not but like? He doesn't do a bad job, but I miss the old Shao Kahn voice. Oh, yeah. This guy's a little. Um, he's good. Eh, he's all right. But, you know, I miss the you suck, you know, yeah, like yeah. it was the cheesy old voice, but I liked it. Yeah. So this is more like, hey, it, look at me. I'm a dude. He has just got a little bit more of a, I don't know, a little more manly man going on with that guy. So this might be an awkward time to mention it, but I noticed in our core discord cord for patrons who support us on Patreon.com that I think Ronda Rousey just supported us. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah ronda rousey really yeah. into core she, turns out yeah likes the show well we i'll tell you we what have, maybe it's a <laughs> we have a lot of concerns for you ronda so maybe when you get back to us on that we'll uh we'll talk i'll tell but, you what her, um, her core she's worried about is the one in her belly but yeah uh <laughs> so so i i think I think that sucks. I don't know. I think it would be a cool world we live in if she got recast and a patch replaced her. Because I think it's, I mean, it's a huge blemish on an otherwise really good story mode. Um, but the other weird thing that I find about the game is when you go up, go up the towers, you can use these things called consumables with a K that uh, allows you to pick certain perks that you get in a fight. So you might go in there and, Bo, you would appreciate this. If you hit up on the right stick, Bo Raicho's fart comes across the screen and stuns your opponent. And then you get to beat them up because they got farted on real hard. I do appreciate it with a K. <laughs> so <laughs> it's things like that. But here's the thing. They almost make those necessary in a weird sort of way like they encourage you to use them to counter the bs that they're gonna throw at you it's like yeah we made these fights really unfair so you're gonna want to make it unfair in return and i feel like those things should be there to help you overcome challenges that you can't because you're just maybe not as into fighting games or maybe just not as skilled as a typical fighting game person it shouldn't feel like well this is a challenge that if it were an even fight i'd be able to do but I have to do this just to make it feel like an even fight. Mm. That part kind of bums me out too. So I, I feel like that's a missed opportunity as well. Yeah, this doesn't feel oh. good. I think pro there's probably some players are really into that idea. It's kind of like a min, uh, a systemized min max kind of forced thing, and I'm not a fan of that. So that bums me out to hear it. I don't really like that sort of thing, but. Yeah, and I mean, those are only in the Towers of Time, the classic towers. Well, I think they're still there, but you don't need them as much because it's not gimmicky fights. But uh, those are really the only things that are still sticking for me. And we'll see, you know, what they change and, and if they're still making changes and all of that. It is better. I would still recommend this game to people. I would say if you like Mortal Kombat, it's still a really good Mortal Kombat game. 
but there are some really glaring issues uh, with it that have been improved but still exist. How do you feel about the crypt stuff? I know you kind of touched on it, but is it? have you done much of that? Is that part of yeah, the towers? the crypt is really cool. I mean, that's where you go to spend the currency, so it's kind of where you offload what you get from the towers. Oh, gotcha. And there's references to the Mortal Kombat movie, and there's references to the game. If you remember the original Mortal Kombat movie, they have that weird statue of reptile that turns into a really bad CGI mm -hmm. reptile and is like, ah, and then runs away. Mm -hmm. That thing is in there. No and way. And it does that. <laughs> like, it's... Uh, it's great. There are some really neat things in there. The only reason I don't like it is because it's a constant reminder of how bad the currency system is. Yeah. Oh, and Bo, you will be thrilled to know it's still terrifying. Oh, good. The crypt is spiders jump out at you. There are spiders in there. They the spiders are not the worst part. <laughs> they don't jump out. But you get in it, you get a blindfold that you can pull over your eyes to do like sonic radar to look for hidden chests and hidden walls. Oh, what they great. don't tell you is that sometimes if you pull down the blindfold, there will be something right there in front of you that will attack you and shriek at eight times volume compared to everything you've been hearing for the past yeah. hour. Oh, wait, like stuff it's that only shows up when you've got the shroud down? Yeah, oh, so you pull geez. it down and there's just a meat man standing there that just goes <laughs> and jumps out at you and you're like... See, and there's man. no alternate version where you can turn that off and just like a menu version? Because I really hate that it's really out of place in, in a fighting game. Like, Get this, there is a consumable that you can use in the crypt that will prevent you from being attacked. Mm. Is that behind a microtransaction? <laughs> no, it isn't. I don't what know a good way I to get people to spend money. I, I'm like, <laughs> I would have bought that for 10. It was so annoying. Mm. But Every I agree time, with you, I in 10 it was terrifying. Lungs. I had to play 10's Crypt with the sound turned all the way down. That see, was see, the only I, way I, play, I could do it. When I play scary games, I'm not like Scott. When I play, like, I'll get scared and I'll, you know, I'll react and stuff, but yeah. I'm not like, you know, goofy falling down a cliff when I play a game. Sorry, Scott, but you're <laughs> you're on a whole other plane of existence when it comes to that stuff. I guess so. I guess I mean, I, it's, uh, but look, it's, I, I mean, I, okay, but all you're telling me is that I would watch you stream the crypt run in any of these so, Mortal no, Kombat games. But the crypt run is worse because, see, when you have that mental contract of I'm playing a scary game, on some level you're expecting it, right? Yeah. I mean, you're expecting it. Yeah. When you're not, like, let me go to the office and check out some file folders and unlock a few things. Like, you're in the crypt unlocking stuff. Like, like <laughs> I'm not playing a scary game. I'm just trying to unlock cool stuff for my character. And then the other realm's like, Right, let's get them <laughs> and so like i scream at the top of my lungs because i'm not playing a scary game yet there's scares in this area it's really it's really it's weird right it's, that they did that it's not as bad as 10 but it's it's still there 10 10 was bad because it was first person view i don't know i don't think it is in this one this it was is first third. person and the spider literally jumped on your face <laughs> yeah and this I'm, one i'm i'm <clears throat> actually arachnophobic oh but you're like and, my wife and my I wife hates I them can't, too. i cannot handle spiders yeah. and <laughs> so it's really it's really it's unplay like, the crypt was unplayable for me i would not i stopped going to it because of the spiders because of the spiders i would <laughs> i would i would totally sub your to your channel of streaming crypt runs with bo if he's really truly scared of it that'd be awesome 
I would not mind it. Um, all right. So that's a good bottom line. I'm early enough where I can, you know, I can say that I'm enjoying the bits that John was raving about. We'll see how I feel once I get to the stuff you struggle with. I think with. you really enjoy Raiden. If you yeah, you seem listeners. to like Raiden an awful lot. Oh, Raiden's Go follow great. Scott, at Scott Johnson on Twitter and check out his, uh, his <laughs> videos of Raiden. <laughs> I'm going to keep making those because he's ridiculous. Every time Raiden says anything, he's like this uh, electrified Boy Scout, and it cracks me up because he's always like, it is a great honor for you to do that. Like, he has no... What's he like? He's like Drax the Destroyer and Worf had a baby. And he's just the worst. He's the worst and the best as a result. So Liu I'm into Kang, it. I need you to stay here and help the Earth Realmers. I must consult the Elder Gods. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's gone. He's just so uh, serious the uh, whole time. It's great. Very, very serious man, that guy. Or he enunciates all of his words and speaks very clearly. Yes. No shorthand with that man. By the way, chat room, uh, you, you may notice people doing the uh, exclamation point S and then a a title. You can do that all through the show, and we'll uh, we'll pick one of your titles at the end of the show. Just so you know, there's a the few thing. good ones in there today. There's already good ones. Yep. So get in there. Plus, you can vote on ones you like, uh, and you can vote for more uh, more than one. So give that a shot. Uh, the chat room knows how to do it. All right, what are we doing here? Um, let's talk about microtransactions. Game Informer reported that despite Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford's claims, the Borderlands 3 would not contain microtransactions. Today in their live stream, they did a, a gameplay live stream. It confirmed the opposite, uh, that they will be in there. And then Randy Pitchford took to Twitter claiming he was being unfairly made out to be a liar despite the fact that Borderlands 3 will in fact have microtransactions. Uh, you know, Randy Pitchford, not known for his, uh, Twitter foo. So I, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like I this, will say anyone yeah. ex- expecting no microtransactions, having played the previous ones that would stop with the drugs, please. <laughs> Did two like, have they, those? They, so the toll is two had <laughs> downloadable characters and it had skins all kind of go to the borderlands two page. There's a whole I mean, you know, there's a, it's not like an in-game client like League or Heroes of the Storm where everything's a microtransaction, but there's lots of useless stuff to buy in Borderlands too. It's yeah, I expect I would, the same. I yeah. I would say when I wrote this, it is a little one-sided with its presentation. I would say this is a two-sided story to some degree. He did say uh, right before his infamous, there will be no microtransaction statement. Yeah, and this is where this is why he's upset. Is he said. We will be doing, you know, what we did before. There will be DLC. There will be customizable options. Uh, da 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 da. There will be no microtransactions. Yeah. Now, I do feel like he's trying to have his cake and eat it too, because you don't get to stand on the laurels of there will be no microtransactions, and then put in microtransactions just because you said we're doing what we did before, and you're hoping people will assume that meant. DLC and customizable options and all of that. So I, I see I, where he's coming from, but I also don't think you get to get the cheer for no microtransactions when you're totally doing it. Yeah, I, I think I think it's just the definition of microtransactions because you can totally buy them. Look, I'm on this Borderlands two page. There's tons of one dollar skins and stuff like that. I think that he means loot boxes. That whole. The, I think when when we think microtransactions, we think I think he might be meaning micro. You know, then he should say it. He should say 
We'll have no loot boxes or whatever it is he says we're not going to have. But yeah, it's a good point. Sure. He's an yeah. industry veteran. He knows what this stuff is. He knows what's going on. I can't. If he's feigning like ignorance or, or naivete or something, that's that's horse patootie. Is it possibly just a bit of a goofball, though? Like, yeah. he's like, definitely know. a bit of a goofball. Yeah. yeah. I think like, that's I think that's 100 percent. I don't even mean that in a pejorative way. Just, you know, I mean, I say the wrong words all the time, so I can see myself getting up there and saying there's no microtransactions and meaning something different. There's also there. stuff floating around about him possibly having a bit of a underage porno thing happened that everyone's sort of not I talking about saw right something to that effect and yeah. I don't remember it enough to actually bring it up but we can talk about it. I don't want to talk about it because I meant I'm out of my lane on it because I don't know all the details yeah. either I just know that it's uh being weirdly swept it's under the rug a and long complicated story involving a former partner and a lot of lawsuits and a lot of bad blood between a former friend and accusations yeah. I think for anybody that hears that and gets freaked out it's one of those cases where there is it's a lot of hearsay for sure um but there's a there's a, a whiff of smoke yeah. it's not a case where you look over the hill and there's like smoke up on the hill but there's a hint of it yeah. there's well, maybe there, a little well, there's, bit yeah. well, there's smoke there's fire sometimes there's you know. definitely if you want to get into the history of Randy Pitchford there is some there's some fun stuff to unpack there including a flash drive left at a medieval time so yeah, full of you know questionable dig, content yeah dig into that on your own time but uh, we don't why you'd ever it. leave a flash drive at a medieval times or why you'd have it with you in the first place i want to go and experience a dinner and tournament and I want to have my flash drive with all my important work files and pornography. Yeah, on it. here's all. Pro- probably real- had a secret meeting with Littlefinger. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. But yeah, like, why would you want your? Because that was the other thing. It had important documents, company secrety stuff that you don't want to just have out there on a on a thing with a folder in it full of porn and some of it <laughs> questionable, like not like legally dubious, on a flash drive that you left at medieval times. That's so That's why weird. Are you saying it should be two flash drives? I'm saying don't bring your flash drive, A. <laughs> B, whatever your porn you're into, make sure it's legal and keep it out of everyone else's face. And C, don't say microtransactions aren't in your game if they are. Simple three steps to live by. I think, I think cosmetics count as microtransactions now that we're airing it out. Do they? I'm- I think it, they do. They're, yeah, it's a dollar to oh, buy. Oh, I see if you buy them. I, th- I, th- I thought you meant just like unlock them. It yeah, falls no, absolutely. under the definition of a microtransaction. Absolutely they do. I get why he doesn't think they're microtransactions, but I think they're microtransactions. I don't even yeah, get he why he does. He knows they are. What's he? That yeah. might have been some corporate food to say, like, we're not like these companies for, you know, it's a PR thing probably. But but it's his company with their PR. It's But I mean, not all PR is good (laughs) that's what i mean it's more like they probably like don't say microtransactions in fact if you're gonna say it say there's none in there and he's like there's none in here right yeah there's totally none in here people buy that yes they will randy pitchford let's do this you know what i would do you tell them it's like borderlands 2 so that you have a good fallback for when they find all the microtransactions (laughs) yeah exactly here's what i would say and i've said this from the beginning if randy pitchford ever decides to quit video games he should go become a salesman at a Ford dealership because his last name is Pitchford, Pitchford. Okay. He'd be pitching, yeah. he'd be pitching Fords with the last name Pitchford. 
That'd uh-huh. be amazing. That'd be amazing. He could do, he could do magic and sell forts. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's all into magic now, too. Magic tricks. And he yeah. went on some magic podcast and explained the porn. There's a whole There's, there's a whole, a whole story. Lot. <laughs> wait, wait, what? He went, he went on a magic podcast and he didn't explain well, the we magic? Don't, we don't have time to get into it. <laughs> no. I know, but it was the way Scott said it. He's like, he went on a magic podcast and, you know, your brain auto-completes. He's like, oh, to talk about his magic trick. And then he said the porn. And yeah. I was like, yes, that's, but that's true. He did. He did, did exactly there, that. I feel like there's a... a <laughs> biopic that needs to be starring <laughs> Seth Rogen as, as Randy Pitchford that needs to be made here. Yeah. No, you're like right. A comedy. It's a, a I comedy. don't know. I mean, and then, and the other thing, as far as I know, this is all his, his pissed off ex partner and it's all, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I'm, I'm not saying one way or the other. I'm just saying there's some, there's call, some call David Fincher and we'll get a sequel to the social network. Oh, there you go. We need that anyway. We need to get to this point in, uh, Zuckerberg's life where he looks like a freaking giant eyed alien. Have you guys noticed that lately? He looks like a freaking alien. And every yeah. time I th- look at him, I'm like, oh, has he been replaced by like a freaking gray and they just painted him up pink to look like a person? Because he's got these. You know giant- how they do those slow mo videos where someone gets punched and everything slowly shifts? Yeah. He looks like he's just daily going through that, but someone punched him in the back of the head. Ah. <laughs> The new Oculus Rift Quest. <laughs> Always just getting punched forward. Uh, yeah, we're going to make a lot of friends in high places. Ah, they don't care. <laughs> they don't care about us. Like, They're public figures. They don't care. They can cry into their money <laughs> yeah. when I have some. If I get a notification to Facebook from Mark Zuckerberg saying, I know what you did, <laughs> I'll know what we did. You know what? Here's the I thing with Zuckerberg. Care. Zuckerberg could drop $300,000 in cash into a toilet by accident. And he would lose more money trying to fish it out than he would to just leave it and walk away. There's more. He would lose more money by by stopping what he's doing and going back to the toilet to get the money out. That's he would how rich he is. Lose more money getting the toilet fixed, right? Probably he just demolished the whole building and built a new. <laughs> and that would be cheaper. It would Still, be cheaper. I I really like this D and D adventure group campaign of villains that we're creating yeah, for ourselves. Yeah. Today we have made an enemy of a fighter in Ronda Rousey, yep. a rogue in Mark Zuckerberg, and a wizard in uh, Randy Pitchford. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a superhero villain or supervillain team up team, right? There. Yeah, totally. We have to stop core. Yeah, stop We're those guys. everybody down. That moderately popular podcast about video games. What do we do? All right. Well, that's that. Um, real quick, what we're playing. Uh, I've been playing MK11, like I mentioned, and Overwatch because Overpants got me in the mood for it. Yeah. The game's great. It's fun. It's good. You know what? In a In a world where Battle Royale is starting to reach a oversaturation point for me, uh, it's nice to go back and just go, oh yeah, I can just shoot stuff and move a payload. This feels good. Like just a simple, there are six of us. We're working together. It's got nothing to do about how, you know, an hour later I'm the last guy. I don't have to do that anymore. I can just push that damn payload and shoot Tracer in the face. Can you imagine a better life? No. So I'm playing Overwatch. Uh, I, because of Overpants, I played some Overwatch too, and it was felt good to be back. Yeah, it's fun, and right? Specifically, even my most recent competitive shooter game was Apex. Apex is so cutthroat, and all battle royales are. They're all cutthroat. The whole point is cutthroat, right? The, the point of it is, and I, but I was, I guess it's appealing. But it felt it felt nice. It felt better. 
yeah. to play Overwatch. Playing Overwatch, play these characters are going, oh, 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 and laughing while they do shit. Like, it's just great. It's not so, I don't know, the stakes feel like they're a little lower, and plus I'm just, I don't know, it's, I'm just having fun. So fun, fun, Overwatch is fun, turns out. I don't want to shock anybody here, but the no, core mechanics some... are fun. Sorry, yes. I interrupted you. No, no, I'm no, hoping no. to play more, actually. I really enjoyed playing Overwatch this weekend. Well, let's get in, you and I. We'll, we'll play a little bit, and John, if he's willing. I mean, I just, I just don't want to make any, you know, I don't want to assume that you want to po- poke your head back into Overwatch. I don't want to assume your Overwatch interest. <laughs> There's a lot of new characters in there. There's like seven new characters since I last played. I mean, I'm. Is that true? Pretty, pretty jazzed. Yeah. yeah. I think Ana was just released the last time I played. Oh. The last character I played was Sombra. Oh my gosh. You guys, it's been a while then for you. Yeah. And some characters are different, changes, new maps. There's a lot of like. Having being away for so long and coming back to it, it's kind of like getting a new game again. So yeah. I kind of, I kind of dig it. Yeah, that's cool. All right, well, we'll get some in there. Uh, John, besides MK11, tell me about why you're playing Final Fantasy 15. I'm, they're not 15. What is it? 14. 14. Sorry, is that the that's the that's the MMO? Yeah, that's the uh, the Realm Reborn business. Yeah, how's that um, thing? I, I keep hearing that that's good. It's on sale right now, and mm. I decided, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna dive into this and and just see what it's all about because I heard it was good too, and it is. Uh, it I'm not very far. I will probably have more to say about this uh, another week. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I'm still very much in the beginning stages of go talk to this guy and they'll explain this mechanic. Now go talk to them. Now give this person a pie. Okay, um, so. It's basic adventuring, but it's really there's something about it that is very D and D through a different lens that is just kind of landing for me at the moment. It's very, it's very high fantasy, and the you are an adventurer, and this is a world that needs defending, and there are monsters, and uh, it just it, it definitely feels like those early level because i'm you know again just starting i think i'm level two in the game yeah um those early D adventures but again it's through like the lens of a japanese video game yeah. which is kind of fascinating yeah. like it's missing all those american tropes so there's this like new quality to it it's like familiar but new because where you would expect an American game to go this way as a Japanese game, it goes this way. And you're like, oh, well, that's interesting and and weird and and fascinating. And so I'm really enjoying it. I'm I'm definitely going to be playing more of it uh, because it it is very cool and it looks good. I would say the only thing that's weird about it is voice acting has become so prevalent in modern MMOs, having characters be voiced. Mm-hmm that this game you get into the first section and it's just people talking to you and there's no voice at all it's all text and it really weirded me out because i was just like it's so quiet oh see that's what it would really throw me because i've been playing i still am playing um uh eso and everything in elder scrolls online is voiced all of it there's nothing that isn't voiced so it's not even like wow's got parts that are and then tons of text uh star wars was a combination of cinematic and voicey and then not this game ESO is voice 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 everywhere everyone has a voice they all talk every quest every uh dialogue choice every branching piece of dialogue they all say words uh to you they read it to you so 
it must be strange to uh, th- this would just really weird me out to be in a silent MMO. Not silent, but you know, not yeah. Voiced. But it, but there's not a lot. I mean, because you're just on a wagon, so it's just the sound of a wagon and this guy drinking like wine and looking at you funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then out of nowhere, it's one of my favorite things. Like this is what I mean by like that weird thing that just you wouldn't see in an American game. You could, but it's just it's a little it's not as common is while you're sitting there talking all of a sudden you just hear this and two little moogles come flying in looking like these big puffballs, and one just has a horn and is just obnoxiously blowing into it like the vavuzelas they had for those that you know fifa thing it's just blowing into it constantly i was like what the hell is this and uh they're just like you're special you can see us this other guy can't and he's just drinking wine and and then one of the moogles grabs the wine and just chugs it and i was like what the hell is going on in this game but i loved it it was very confusing chatroom says you still haven't gotten to the good parts which i assume he means like all the late game or you know everyone always says that about mmos but uh i'm curious about how that goes for you i've always been i've always been final fantasy mmo curious but never pulled the trigger really um i assume their launcher is better than it used to be because i do remember they had a just a terrible launcher early in that game's life like it was yeah it it didn't seem anything spectacular but it seemed functional okay all right the last time i remember seeing that it was just a giant mess but um all right i'm i'm yeah i'm curious about that uh those are a bit between that and ESO. It's nice to know there are other MMOs that can not, not only survive and but seem seemingly are thriving. Yeah, and and the City of Heroes too, apparently. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Do you guys have any interest in that private server business, or is that uh, you can steer? Clear I, I missed out on what the glory was, but I hear about it from people, and on that alone, I would like to try it. But um, I love that that, that game when it was out. I mean, I don't know if it's my nostalgia talking here, but I thought City of Heroes was awesome when I played it way back yeah, in the day we, we had a listener remind us of how amazing that character creator is they made all of our characters and there will be dungeons in the city of heroes character creator and they're dead and on. not only did they look really good but i mean for an engine that's as old as it is but they had a, a lot of our abilities there was varel with a giant uh chainsaw type blade and doing fire bursts out of him and an eye on his chest and all this stuff and i was like oh my gosh this is this is really effective yeah. even back then nash so. has all his like uh his his wraps like his mummy wraps and all that like it's just uh, it's perfect he's got a glowing red eye like i don't i forgot how just how crazy that creator was that was an amazing game that way i'm tempted i'm a little tempted but i think the gameplay itself was a little repetitive it was like Go into a building, kill a bunch of dudes, go out of the building, do it again. And that was kind of the game. Yeah. But the creator was, was cool. It was fun to play, but it was product of its era. The same thing. Yeah. yeah. It could have continued on or had a sequel, and that would have been neat. But anyway, it's nice to see that the owners of the IP were like, ah, just run your server. We don't care. Because <laughs> originally they were going to tear it all down, and everybody was losing their freaking minds. Now I guess it's uh, it's back to letting them do it. So that's cool. Uh, Bo, what are you playing this week? Anything cool? Um, I've been marathoning Game of Thrones, so no games. That sounds like fun, actually. I've been really enjoying this new season, but you're doing that. You're watching the new season, but also going back, right? 
in it. Yeah, yeah. So I've been I was slowly making my way through it, but it hits that high point, I think around season three when things start really picking up and mm-hmm. the one or two episode sessions have been turning into three or four. And you know, so I've been mainly just mainlining it. I'm back I'm up to season five, pretty close to the walk of shame that Cersei does. Oh, you're getting Spoilers. right up there then. Sure. So yeah, I mean I'm catching up. But I'm also watching concurrently, and then I'll probably rewatch season eight at the end. How I always tell where someone is, I'll say, "Have you has Tyrion shot his dad on the shitter?" That's what I always ask. <laughs> and if they say yes, that's kind of spoiler though. You don't want to say. I that. know, like you drop a you drop a big spoiler in your. That was years ago, question. though. Years no, no, ago. but if you it, no, no, it's years ago. But if you know someone who hasn't seen it, oh right, right, right. If if they're like, oh, I haven't seen it, you really want to recommend it to them. You don't want to tell them what happened. I guess right? the cases you, where I've done it are friends of mine who've read the books and so they know about the shitter. Oh, well, yeah, then there you go. Yeah. Well, that's, I think it's different. It's context. I'm just, yeah, it's all context. But <laughs> okay. Yeah, the shitter, the sh- it's it's a good part. Yeah, no, it's cool. Very emotional. should also uh, mention, um, uh, before we move on to uh, this quick Sonic discussion, the uh, Heroes of the Storm put up a um, uh, spotlight video for Anduin. Uh, today or yesterday, can't remember which. And uh, it's Kevin's doing the voice, which is cool. Uh, somewhere else in Blizzard, but you know, recorded that, which is great. No reason why you can't do that. And so for this classic game uh, that you can get on goodoldgames.com, I guess. Or I don't, I don't, I'm teasing, of course, but Heroes of the Storm getting their new guy, and apparently he's pretty fun. Kyle seems to say nice things about him. We're gonna play Heroes after the show today. We'll see if he's any good or not. Yeah. Uh, all right, Sonic. The Hedgehog. We kind of talked about it already. Um, There's not much to say. It's not much he, to say. I, I, he looks terrible. He's he a bad looks designer. terrible, and no one's wrong for saying so. It's a, it, For me, it was a little bit obnoxious after the Game of Thrones and Endgame, and I'm like, why do I come to Twitter just to see everything get pooped on? But they're not wrong in this case. It didn't look too great. Yeah. It's unfortunate because I've seen a lot of people, like there's some people are redoing the entire trailer, and they're compositing in a better design for the character, just something more true to the to the games. I and mean, it this looks great. Like a, it looks incredible when they mm-hmm. do that. But it's reached like a nuclear meme status. Yeah, it's pretty and bad. Like, because like if there was a bad video game, like there's there are bad video game movies that come out that you know people are just like yeah it's bad, but they don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. That, like this is, I guess Sonic's a beloved franchise. Yeah, I mean Not for some. Me. Yeah. For some. Not, For some, not to me, so I don't get it. Without you know, something I'm just like, it uh, had its time. I I I look at that and I I do think that the design for Sonic is what basically wrecks that whole thing. Yeah. I you know, there's something to be said about Jim Carrey doing the I'm a guy who talks over a guy, so he doesn't get a word in edgewise. Blah, 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 doing his thing. Yeah. But he actually, especially at the end, makes a really good looking robotnik like he actually he actually looks like him pretty pretty spot on in that final shot and he seems like he's just there having dorky fun i think ben schwartz doing the voice of sonic is a good choice mm-hmm. you got uh what's his name from westworld being a, a cop oh uh, right cyclops uh, cyclops yeah uh, Cy- uh, cyclops westworld he's great there doing- I, I do like him actually uh james marsden i like him yeah, and I also so like yeah, like oh, yeah, the army guy. So the army guy's name is um oh he's in the third season of oh, Justified. Um, yeah, the Justified guy. Minority uh, Report, a million things. He's been in a billion things. I can't think of his name. He's great. That guy, Saving Private Ryan. He was in that. He's great. 
Can't think of his name. Yeah, there's there's a lot in there where it's like, oh, you know what? This might have been a movie I was interested in if I just wasn't feeling like I was getting beat across the face by Sonic every time I saw him. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, I think it is an interesting world we live in where people can look at the Detective Pikachu trailer and go, you know, I kind of want to see that. That This is strangely appealing to me. And then you look at Sonic the Hedgehog and you see the exact opposite reaction from everybody of, oh, this is scary and off-putting. Well, so, it's because the, but the, the, the one with the Pokemon, they, they took great care to make these Pokemon true to what they're supposed to be like and look like, but also modern them up and give them some CGI and some fur and some stuff. But in the end of the day, that's freaking Pikachu. It looks just like him. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and to have some fun with it and laugh about it. I don't know. That's appealing. This Sonic so as a non-Pokemon fan who thinks the idea of a real-life Pokemon movie is a waste of time, <laughs> um, <laughs> Detective Pikachu looks appealing because of how weird it is. Like, yeah. it's Detective Pikachu. Yeah. And it's Ryan Reynolds, who is right now very famous for Deadpool and his brand of kind of sarcastic, self-effacing comedy that's kind of smutty, right? Like I kind of associate him with F words and, and genitals and, and, you know, I'm like, he's in a kid's movie yeah, uh, and, and kind of sounding Deadpoolish. Um, that's why detective Pikachu is interesting yeah. because we're not quite sure what's in the box <laughs> <laughs> and we're all secretly hoping it's a dong. <laughs> and and that to me is why Detective Pikachu is interesting as someone who could otherwise care less about that movie. Yeah, same. Um, Sonic looks like a video game movie from the nineties. It's just like here's your video game character animated, and here's some big name actors looking like the people in it. Uh, bring your kids. And- well, my biggest problem is he doesn't look like Sonic at all to me. He looks like some kind of deranged. But that's what I mean. Right. Out of touch with the game. Yeah, 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 exactly. And they made him an alien, by the way. Freaking F that. He's a hedgehog. It's an, it's a, it's made by, this movie was made in the 90s and released in 2019. Yeah. No, but it's them saying, I came to your planet to save you. No, you didn't. You're a hedgehog that's fast with shoes. (laughs) I know what you are. You're not an alien. Like, F that story point. That sucks. I hate that. Anyway, would it have been better if they called it Spaceman Sonic or Alien Man Sonic? No, it would have been better if they just made a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Actually, you know, it would be better if they just didn't make one. I'd be fine with that. I think this one's a mistake. I think this is Super Mario Brothers level bad. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me, too. So Detective Pikachu looks like interesting. Not this one. Yeah, it's not great. Um, All right. Well, that's what happened there. Also, Game of Thrones was really good. (laughs) And so was... uh, Endgame. We're not going to give any spoilers. Endgame was amazing. But let me just say, because you've heard this everywhere already, but Endgame is amazing. It truly is. It's so good, you guys. I think it's my favorite out of all of them. It's my favorite combined with the previous film. There's no better six hours in your life. It's so good. Give them all your money. They deserve it on this one. I agree. Let's get to quick email here. This is from Mink. I assume that's a name, not a creature who made me make a lovely coat one day. It says, Dear Core... Oh, this is, uh, by the way, the email address uh, is not an address. You just go to frogpants.com slash core, and there's a contact thing. You can use that, or you can send us voicemails, 801 
Dear Core, I enjoyed your discussion on Stadia. I have two comments. Number one, I think John has a good point about the name Stadia. All new names sound weird. I'd be curious to see if we are still sarcastically encouraging people to ask their doctors about Stadia in a few years. That's a fair point. Number two, Scott was emphasizing how important Google said Stadia is to their bottom line and future plans. Go back to 2011 and you'll see Google made the same type of statements about Google+. So while I am certain that Google believes it now, I wouldn't personally find uh, any comfort in that. Uh, However, as long as there's no data migration or cost to move, then there's no harm in trying out this technology, in my opinion. And number three, I didn't have anything specific for Bo. I just want him to feel left out smiley face. Mink. He didn't. He didn't. Okay, good. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. The Stadia thing is still such an unknown. Uh, E3 needs to get here so we can hear more. They've been real quiet on it since the announcement. Um, you know, Sony with all their PS5 leak talk and then Microsoft saying they've got big plans for E3. Like there's a lot of stuff in limbo until June. I this. think Stadia in 10 years time is still going to sound like a stool hardening drug, uh, drug that you take. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's, I really don't think that changes. You think Stadia is hardening or softening? Which would you go? Uh, I don't know. Which is better? Um, which I is think common? hardening because Stadia sounds like it's sticking around. Yeah, Stadia, it's like stratum of rocks or something like that. It's like there's a firmness to Stadia. Uh, you should call it. See, they would have. They could have. They could have called it. They could have called it squirrelish or something. Squirrelish. Squealish. Squealish. That's my favorite fur. Pokemon. Sadly, not in Detective Pikachu. <laughs> well, he's like fifth generation. You can't put them all in there. Peter Squealish is my favorite character from Game of Thrones. Peter Squealish. Nice. We were just talking about him the other day, Peter Baelish or uh, whatever you say his name. Uh, Baelish? Baelish. Is that it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. My favorite thing about his character is the ever-changing voice uh, throughout the season that he exhibits. Yeah, he changes a lot. I understand that in order to be on the same side as the epic store, (laughs) I've got to say one thing to Tim Sweeney. But then say something else to Gabe Newell. Oh, uh, that's pretty good. You might be that might be your best impression of all your impressions. Oh uh, <laughs> <well>, no! Yeah, <laughs> that's the, <laughs> I'm I mean, I've been watching it, so it's fresh in mind. But he's like, Sensa, you have to understand. Yeah, especially that season where he's yanking her around, freaking bastard. Uh, well, anyway, there's that. Uh, spoilers. Game of Thrones is good. Spoilers off. All right, uh, we're going to go. We're going to play some games, though, tonight. So do stick around if you uh, have the stomach for that sort of thing because we're going to be playing uh, Heroes of the Storm, in fact, a classic game from Blizzard Entertainment. You may have heard of it. So we're going to check that out. Don't forget, you can support us at patreon.com slash core show. And if you would, uh, that'd be wonderful because we need your help. That's at patreon.com slash core show. Consider it. It's a new month, new chance to get in and get some cool stuff for your efforts. That's at patreon.com slash core show. Excuse me. I had to burp that whole time. It just was like, you know what? I'm coming out. I'm just going to come out. Frogpants.com slash core is our website. You can leave us those voicemails at 801-471-0462. And on Twitter, that place where everyone's been yelling at each other all weekend, come have a nice conversation with us. Core pod for the show. John underscore Jagger for John. I'm at Scott Johnson. And Bo is at Bo Schwartz. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Bo, for John. We'll see you next time.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's a good question.